I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Says, um, big event coming up today. All hands on deck. Brooklyn speaks uh, today, November the 2nd at 3 p.m. A Brooklyn rally, Ocean Parkway and Church Avenue. I went to high school right there. Solomon Schechter. That was on Church and East 5th. It's a big rally for Lee Zeldin and Allison Esposito. Everyone let's show Lee and Allison all our love. Avenue P and Ocean Parkway is the location in my old neighborhood in Brooklyn coming up at 3. All right, put this time aside every week for the great congressman, nearly four decades, Homeland Security, and now a legitimate superstar on WABC and a dear friend of the Rosenberg family, him and his wife, Rosemary, and, of course, Melissa Zim. It's my dear friend, Peter King. Pete, good morning. How are you, pal? Hey, Sid, it's great to be with you. And let me just say, before I forget, if we're talking about rallies, there's a monster rally for Lee Zeldin tonight in Nassau County, for Lee Zeldin, Alice Esposito, uh, Anthony uh, D'Esposito at the Plateau in Franklin Square. We expect well over 1,000 people. Wow. And uh, the entire Republican uh, ticket is going to be there. There was an event last night in Nassau, which was a paid event, by the way, for the Republican Committee, the largest crowd they ever had. They had to take the tables out of the room up at the uh, press hall. There were so many people there. So the enthusiasm is there. You sense it everywhere. You see it in the ground signs. You see it in the lawn signs. You see people talking to you who probably never thought of voting Republican before, but they've had enough with the Democrats, and they're going to leave. It's funny you say that, <laughs> because I texted you yesterday from my gym in Rockaway, and I bumped into a guy uh, that you know, you know his father very well, Kevin Breslin, whose father, of course, Jimmy, one of the great, great writers in the history of New York. That is a largely Democratic family, only vote Democrat. And uh, Kevin, and he said, I can say this on the air, said, you can say it. I'm voting for Lee Zeldin. Even a Breslin voting for Lee Zeldin. How about that, Peking? Yeah, it really is. Because uh, you know, their father, Jimmy, was very friendly with Hugh Carey, with Mario Cuomo, Geraldine Ferraro. This, this is a Democratic family going all the way back. And uh, Kevin and uh, his uh, brother, James, I get texts from them every day. They have had it with the Democratic Party, and they feel that they're out of touch with real middle-income, hard-working, blue-collar people. And the way they ignore this whole thing on crime is really, really a disgrace. I mean, you know, in, in the last few years, no matter what Kathy Hochul says, if you go back to 2019, murders are up by 20 and 30 percent. Ever since bail reform went into, into effect, that's, that's the reality. That is the story, and that's under the Democrats, and she won't change bail reform. She says she did. But I mean, really, just in the last three years, murders up 32 percent, felonies 24 percent, burglaries 49 percent. Auto theft, 148%. The city is falling apart. People are afraid to go anywhere. It used to be, even in the bad old days, you stayed away from certain neighborhoods, you're okay. Now, anywhere you go, you can yep. be any place, any place in New York City at all, really any place in New York State almost, including 
Lee Zeldin's own home, yep. and you're not safe. No, even Howard Beach, uh, and Bill Basin, Upper East Side was always, you know, was protected as it got. Pete, they've got robberies and beatings almost every day. And I know you heard my rant yesterday. What was better than walking around New York City? Yesterday was November the 1st. We've got Thanksgiving right. and Christmas coming up, Pete. All those right. beautiful stores, Macy's, Saks, Bloomingdale's, mm-hmm. all those gorgeous Christmas decorations, and my own family who used to love to come down, they don't want to come. They don't want to come. No, yeah, uh, you had mentioned Macy's. Uh, remember, it was during the uh, George Floyd riots several years ago, 2020, when they tried to burn Macy's down, when they vandalized St. Patrick's Cathedral. And not one Democrat, not one Democrat denounced those riots. They call them protests. Uh, Andrew Cuomo said he was proud proud to stand with the protesters after cops are having Molotov cocktails thrown at them. So when they talk about violence, they talk about guns on the street. If you want to get guns off the street, you let the cops do their job. You go back to stop, question, and frisk. The Democrats and their progressive leadership have just unraveled the city. They basically disarmed the police. And so that's why it's so important that not just Republicans, because Republicans got to come out 100, 100% for Lee Zeldin, but you got to get the Democrats, the independents, the people who just had enough. And Kevin Breslin is a classic example of that. If you had, I mean, uh, if you if you had told Jimmy Breslin years ago that his family would be voting Republican, <laughs> he wouldn't have believed it. Kevin's out there; he's a thoughtful guy, and he's had enough. I tell you a funny story. Albert Kidblast Gallo was a cousin of my next door neighbor. Ended up at my bar mitzvah. Don't ask. And his father Jimmy, of course, wrote the book "The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight" right. about the Gallo right. brothers. I told right. Kevin that yesterday. He got a big kick out of it, but. You know, the other problem is the media still. These uh, these common denominator nitwits who live in this country, watching The View, for example. In the last week alone, Pete King, Whoopi Goldberg has said to Ted Cruz, we're not the ones who riot. You just mentioned St. Patrick's Cathedral, Macy's, oh in summer 2020. And yesterday, Joy Behar was giving credit to Joe Biden for reducing crime in major cities in this country. How do you combat that? You know, they live in their own world. When they talk about riots, and that is one thing which will always last with me, what happened in the summer of 2020, you had organized riots all throughout the country. In New York, it was like a military operation between Black Lives Matter and Antifa going up and down streets. They had communications among themselves. They were burning buildings. And it was everywhere they were burning, including the bodegas and the minority communities, including, again, going up to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And the district attorney of New York County wouldn't even arrest or process them at all. Because he said this was part of a protest. You had a, a, a cop who was a friend of mine hit in the face with a brick. All his teeth were knocked out, and they couldn't move the ambulance because the crowd was trying to turn the ambulance over when they were taking them to the hospital. Hmm. That's what we were putting up with. And the Democrats looked, not only looked the other way, they encouraged it. Kamala Harris said she would, her group would post bail for those who are locked up in these riots. So this is disgraceful. Yep. It's shameful. And uh, we have to really let it be known that the Democrats and their allies in the media, there's no doubt about it. The, the media is an accessory to all this. They look the other way. They uh, not only look the other way, they condone it. And they somehow make it if you, are, if you support the police. You know, all these Democrats now say that they were never for defunding the police. You tell me one Democrat who said one good word about the cops. During the summer none, of 2020. None, none. And they're all none. lying. They're all, they're all lying now. They, they yes, all did none. say it. They all did say deep on the police, including Max Rose and a host of others. I don't know if you heard earlier, Pete, you had, uh, we had your friend on, Laura Curran, 
She was the Nassau County executive. And by the way, a very good one. Bruce Blakeman's doing a tremendous job. She was good, but unfortunately she was a Democrat in bed with Todd Kaminsky, and that was the end of her career and his. He was forced into retirement by Ann Donnelly. But I have gone out of my way, Pete, just for you. Yesterday, Nick Lalota on the show, I tweeted out Anthony Desposito. I was out there for Donnelly and for Blakeman last year. I mean, the list goes on. Garbarino, the list goes on and on. Long Island candidates that I want to win because of you. I know you're keeping your eye on a lot of those local races. Give me one or two that you're really caught up in, caught up outside of Garbarino. Anthony D'Esposito. He's a guy who was a former cop. He had over 600 arrests as a detective in the really tough neighborhoods of uh, Brooklyn. He's a tough guy. He's a strong guy. My daughter served with him on the Hempstead Town Board. He's a councilman in the Island Park area. He is just breaking his back up and down. The district goes from Seaford, basically, to Valley Stream. Anthony's doing a terrific job. He's campaigning hard. Again, you know, the media's not supporting him. Newsday's not going to support him. And uh, and they're taking shots at him. But he is tough. And that's what we need. Above all, there's every time where we needed a tough cop who's a smart guy as well, very smart guy, a very tough guy in Washington defending the police. And when you defend the police, you're defending the honest People living in the communities and want to want to have safe homes, want their kids to go to safe schools. So I am all in for uh, Anthony uh, D'Esposito. I'm campaigning for him all the time. I'll be at a fundraiser for him tonight that your buddy and my buddy Steve Scalise is coming in for. Oh, nice. That's going to be for having a, a fundraiser at 4.30 for uh, Anthony D'Esposito and George Santos. Uh, Steve Scalise is coming in for that. And then we're going right to the Platte in Franklin Square. And that, that would probably well over a thousand. That'll be an overwhelming Huge. crowd. And let me tell you, I've been in politics a long time. Sometimes when you have these pre-election rallies, you got to get on the phone. You're begging people to come out. Don't make us look bad. You know, you sort of uh, try to try to get people in the room. They can't keep people away now. And they're just uh, and again that rally that uh, Lee had with uh, Sanchez last week. Those spur of the moment rallies don't happen. Usually, it takes weeks and weeks yeah. to put together a rally like that. Yep. They did it overnight. So. That shows this is for Lee, and it even goes beyond Lee. It's a rebellion by the people of New York who've had enough of crime and disorder, a breakdown in values and standards. I mean, you know, the way they go after yeshiva schools, the way that somehow they talk about that attacks on Asians are caused by white supremacists. I haven't seen a white supremacist yet attacking well, Asians in, in New York. So yeah, all right. that phony Yep. Liberal progressive crap that people yep. are getting fed up with. Well, two things. First of all, that rally you're talking about on Long Island Saturday, Ron DeSantis was here out of Florida, and they drew 7,000 people. Yep. Then they got Glenn Youngkin, Pete, to come Monday out of out of Ohio, out of Virginia, Virginia, excuse me, and they drew a ton of people with George Pataki out in Westchester. But the, the whole thing with the white supremacists, look, the fact is people in this country, not me, people in this country are afraid, they are afraid to criticize Black people. I'm on the air for days destroying Kyrie Irving. He is black. He's also an anti-Semite. He's a bad guy. You are a very, very, very big sports fan like me. Uh, You love every sport. I know you stopped watching the NBA years ago, but can the Nets or the NBA, Peter, make any logical explanation why Kyrie Irving is still playing basketball after promoting hatred with anti-Semitic remarks on his social media? I don't see how they can at all. But, you know, the NBA, they're a bunch of whores also because they were involved with China, with communist China. They are, I mean, they, they are phonies and hypocrites. They have this whole thing. They're anti-cop. If you say one word defending the cops, they're after you. Meanwhile, 
Kyrie is an anti-Semite. And this isn't just something. Sometimes you, know, you can say something in a bar that's interpreted the wrong way. Or you're saying, as you were saying yesterday, you know, you try to tell a joke, it comes out the wrong way. No, this is deliberate anti-Semitism. And anti-Semitic means you're anti-Jewish. Let's, not, you know, let's cut right through it. And in today's age, when we see so many Jews being attacked, when a kid walks down the street wearing a yarmulke when he gets attacked, you find uh, you know, vandalism going on at, at temples. This is disgrace. And NBA, to, be, to me, it's just like the, uh, you know, the, uh, 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 the Germans who went along with Hitler. You can't allow hatred to be unchallenged, and you've got to take action. If this guy's making millions of dollars, and he's the, becoming the face of the New York Nets, then they are enablers of anti-Semitism. And that's it. They can't hide from it. Oh, you're right. And unfortunately, it takes people like Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal last night, two Hall of Famers. They both called him an idiot, which was great, but they're so far removed from the game. You want to see somebody playing right now, like, oh, I don't know, maybe LeBron James. He'd never do it because he's kind of the same guy that Kyrie Irving is. But how nice would it be to see somebody playing right now criticize Kyrie Irving, Peter, not somebody who's been out of the game for 25 years? Yeah, and don't say that he, uh, you know, that he went too far, there was a misunderstanding. No, this is hatred. You don't come out and endorse a film like that, which is basically a pro-Hitler, anti-Semitic uh, film. Just to do that, to me, is just, uh, there's no excuse. And also, don't be saying he has mental illness, he's this, that, the other thing. He's smart enough to make tens of millions of dollars. Right. He's, he's smart enough to, to con a whole league. So, no, he should be gone. The Nets should get rid of him, and they should show some guts. And the NBA itself should pull away from communist China. I mean, they talk about police brutality over here. Meanwhile, they're in bed with a regime over there, which is torturing and killing people by the day, setting up prison camps, concentration camps. That's what the NBA is all about. So, no, I, I can't even look at them. I turn them off. I think of Walt Frazier and Dave DeBusher and Willis Reed and Bill Bradley. I mean, I was even going back before that to Harry Gallatin. I mean, mm. I go way back. Mm. I love Knicks. I used to love Nick game. Sure, sure. Now I can't look at it. No, you're right, man. Listen, you are so good, Peter. There is nothing we can't discuss. You know something about everything. This is such a special segment every week. And today, calling the NBA a bunch of whores, it's your MVP, man. This is as good as it gets. I wasn't this way until I met you. I met you with Macedonia Phil. Don't know you people. I've for years. Hey, don't laugh. I've definitely rubbed off on you just a little bit. I can tell that, Pete. I can tell. Hey, you were great again today. You're always terrific. Have fun later on today. Give Scalise my best. And keep on talking, Pete King. You're one of the all-time greats. I mean that. You're the man. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the great congressman, Peter King. What a great segment that was. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.